Hey, this is Pastor Madison. I am so excited that you're tuning in today to the Crosspoint Podcast. My prayer is that this word inspires you, uplifts you, and enlightens you. You can connect with Movement Youth on Instagram at movement underscore youth or the Point College Ministry at the Point College. Let's jump to the message. series and I told a couple of you but we will be doing our panel next week so if you have absolutely any questions about relationships dating sex anything there's a red box up there with a bunch of papers write down any questions you have put it in that box and I promise you we will ask our panel next week your questions Um, but tonight you know like the last couple of weeks we've talked a lot about you know earthly relationships and dating relationships but we've, we've really focused on how those relationships need to be rooted in Christ. So tonight, I want to talk to you about how to have a healthy relationship with God. That makes sense. But before we dive in, let's go ahead and pray. God, I just thank you so much for this night. I thank you for these people, and uh, I just pray that you move in this room, God. Uh, when I speak, I pray that your words come out, and I just pray that you move in mighty, mighty ways and touch some hearts tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. So, the other day, I was picking up this youth student from school, and, and I, I told a couple of you this, but I've just had some weird flashbacks lately. I don't know why. I'm just flashing back to my past. But anyways, I was picking up this girl from school, and I had this flashback of this time when I was in high school. Some of you are just going to want to leave after I tell you this story, but uh, I was in high school, and I was coming out of the parking lot, and this kid, his name was Drew, He was driving in front of me, so you have to wait in line, you know, like a normal high school to get out of the parking lot. But for our high school, you had to drive past the elementary to get out. Like, there was buses and stuff where the little kids get on. And and so I'm I'm driving behind Drew, this kid, and then all of a sudden, this little girl from (laughs) the elementary room, like the elementary school, she is bundled up from head to toe. Like, I mean, she's just puffed up like marshmallow. She's got like, you know, you know, um, like uh, Monsters, Inc. Boo. Like when she comes out with like the monster thing, like, and she's just like, she can't see and stuff. Like that was a girl. Like, she had a hat over her eyes. She's just bundled up. I'm talking like marshmallow. And so this, this kid in front of me is driving and stuff. And then all of a sudden, this, ki- this little girl comes walking out and Drew hits this little girl with his car. Okay. She falls down. And it's so, and she just goes like sprawling, like she just falls. Okay, he was going one miles per hour. Okay, don't think. Okay, my pastor is laughing at a little girl being hit by a car. Okay, that's not that's not the case. It was pretty funny because it was just this little tiny, just this little tap. I mean, I'm talking real snail pace here, and she just just falls and like goes sprawling. Some of you are like, why am I here? I don't understand why she just told me this story. So stick with me. As I was thinking about this story the other day, I realized something. And what I realized was is that a lot of us are just like that little girl. And what I mean by that is, I, no, I don't think that you're a marshmallow. You know, like I said, you look like a marshmallow. I don't think that about you. But what I do think is that sometimes we are bundled up with mistakes and regret and pain and shame and hurt and sin, and we bundle ourselves up with it. And sometimes we are so bundled up with all this stuff that we have that we cannot see where we're going. It's like we have these blinders on. And then one little tap or one little hit happens in our lives, and then it just sends us sprawling or we fall, whatever it is. We are no different from that little girl unless we have 
a healthy relationship with Jesus. I can promise you a healthy relationship with Jesus Christ changes everything. And not only are we aware of what is going on, but we're bringing people across the street with us. So I want to dive into Matthew tonight, and we're going to read in Matthew 11, and it's verses 28 through 30. And this is what it says. It's going to appear up here. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? This is Jesus. Come to me. Get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. I just think that is so beautiful. Sometimes we feel like we have to take on all of our burdens and this baggage, and we just cling to it, and we don't want anybody else to see our mess or our failures or our pains. I actually was just meeting with a youth student late last night. She had to come over and talk, and she just felt like she had to carry all this stuff by herself. She didn't feel like she could tell anybody about it because she was just afraid of disappointment. And for you, that might be broken relationships or regret from your past or hurtful words that you said or heard, or maybe it's addiction or abuse, whatever it is that you hold on. The world wants, you, wants to tell you that you're strong enough, that you can handle this, that you can do anything. But you're weak, and I'm weak, and we're human, and we are messed up. All of us are messed up, and we're broken, and we fail, and we sin. But God can give us the strength. God can give us the peace. It is only through Christ that you can do all things by his strength. It is that relationship. So my question tonight for you guys is, are you tired? Are you worn out? Are you burned out on religion? Jesus just wants to tell you, come to me. I want to have a relationship with you. You will recover your life if you do come to me. The Lord knows how exhausted that we can get, and and when we bog ourselves down, he knows how tired we are trying to handle everything on our own. But he wants to walk with us, and he wants us to rest with him, and he wants to teach us. But here's the thing, how can God teach us if we never step into the classroom, if we never open our textbook, or if we never have the boldness to raise our hand and ask any questions or ask for help? We can't. But there have been times in my life, in my relationship with with God, where it just seems like he's silent. Raise your hand if you ever felt that. Ever felt like God was just silent? Yeah. Has anybody ever tried to call their mom during the work day? Anybody try to call their mom? Yeah. So in high school, your mom would walk into your room and be like, ew, mom, get out. I'm so annoyed. Get out. And now you're like, hey, mom, we just had tater tot casserole on the mensa. Like, I just thought I'd tell you, you know. Like, you have to tell her everything, right? But sometimes when you call your mom during her work day, what did she tell you? She, sometimes she'd say, I'm working. I'm at work, and I love you, and I'm providing for you, but I'm at work right now to provide for you. And sometimes I think that we can get so frustrated with God because he doesn't say much sometimes, but even when we can't hear it, and even when we can't see it, and even when we can't feel it, God is working for us, and he's providing for us, and he's saying, my child, like, I hear you, and I love you, and I am working for you. I am providing for you. I'm making a way for you. And I just want to tell you guys, when I graduated college, I was into a job for a few months, and I realized I hated it. Like, I 
hated it. And at that time, God felt so silent. And then this opportunity came up, and I thought, for sure, this is what God wants for me. And then I got a phone call saying that I didn't get this opportunity. And I was so devastated. And I was like, God, why are you so silent? We're supposed to have this relationship. But what I didn't see was that he was putting all the pieces together so that I could literally be standing here in front of you tonight in this position, at this job. I didn't see it, but God was moving and God was working. And that's just what he does. You can't give up in the silence. That is the most crucial time that you have to just sit in his presence, to have hope for what's to come. But here's the thing, you cannot have hope in Jesus if you do not have a relationship with him. Okay, so now we're gonna, now you, you know what it looks like to you know, not have a relationship at all with God. You know that sometimes it can feel like he's silent, but you can know that he's working. But now you're wondering, okay, that's great, but I need tangibles. How do I have a healthy relationship with God? I came across Matthew 13, and I'm going to be honest, I was convicted. And so I want to read this to you. It's Matthew 13, 18 through 23. And it says, study the story of the farmer planting seed. When anyone hears news of the kingdom and doesn't take it in, it just remains on the surface. And so the evil one comes along and he plucks it right out of that person's heart. This is the seed the farmer scatters on the road. The seed cast in the gravel. Next, next category, I guess. This is the person who hears and instantly responds with enthusiasm. They're ecstatic. But there is no soil of character, and so when those emotions wear off and some difficulty arrives, there is nothing to show for it. Third category. The seed cast in the weeds is the person who hears the kingdom news, but weeds of worry and illusions about getting more and wanting everything under the sun strangle what was heard, and nothing comes of it. And then lastly, the seed cast on good earth is the person who hears and takes in the news and then produces a harvest beyond his wildest dreams. So in order to have a healthy relationship with God, we constantly have to cast our seed on good soil, not on the road, not on the surface, not in the gravel, not in the weeds. God, here's the beautiful thing, guys. God made us in his image. He made relationships in his image. So just like you have relationships here on earth that can be so beautiful, you have the same relationship with God, but it is elevated times 20. That's what's so beautiful when you think about it. Like, he literally created us in his image. He created relationships in his image. And now we get to have that kind of relationship with him. It's so beautiful when you think of it like that. But I thought it would be helpful to kind of compare these different levels. These were kind of like four categories that, that Jesus talked about here. So I want to break this down. Okay, so category number one, okay, this is the different levels of relationships that you can have with God, and, may, and you're probably all across the board in this room. Category one, what we talked about, the person who hears about God but does not take it in. The seas are just on the surface, okay? They're on the road. So someone can just come by and they can easily snatch up the seed because there's nothing rooted at all. So when you think about a relationship with God that with somebody on this level of relationship, it's like they come to church, but then somebody offers them drugs or they offer them, um, you know, to go get hammered or this toxic girl hits them up and no questions asked, they're there. They're sinning, they're, they're in it. That's the kind of relationship. Um, in an earthly relationship on this kind of level, it's like you having a very superficial relationship with somebody. Like there's no roots at all. It just looks good to other people, so you both are like, why not? That's kind of what that relationship level looks like. Okay, category number two, level number two. 
the person who hears about God and instantly has that enthusiasm that we talked about. So they talked about in the passage that these seeds are on gravel, okay? So a relationship with God, with somebody at this level, is like somebody who comes to church and they love what they hear and they're fired up. But then once a little persecution comes or a little hurt in their life comes, they just turn away. And in an earthly relationship, this looks like somebody who just falls head over heels for somebody, but then they're like, oh, no. Like, once the emotions were off, they're just done. They're like, no, thanks. That's like level number two relationship, okay? Number three that we talked about. The person who hears about God, they're excited, they follow him for a little bit of time, but then they get worried that they're missing out. They have a lot of FOMO, okay? That's, that's this level. These seeds are in the weeds. So a relationship like this with God is like somebody who comes to church and they says that they love Jesus and they start living for him, they start reflecting him, but then they see snaps of their friends going out or they see that half-naked picture of the girl on Instagram and they're just like, I, I love my relationship with the Lord, but I just I feel too much like I'm missing out on something. And so then they fall away. And a relationship, an earthly relationship in this category is like somebody who dates another person for a really long time. And, you know, it's good and it's great, but then they get all freaked out because then they're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to settle down. I have all these other options out here. What about this girl or this guy or whatever it is? That's that kind of level. That's what the, an earthly relationship. And then lastly, the relationship that we want, the person who not only hears the word, but takes in the word. These seeds are on good soil. And a relationship like this with God is like somebody who not only hears the word on a Sunday, but they actually dig in to the Lord and to the word each day, every day. They have a love for Jesus. They've been convicted by Jesus. They change things about themselves to please Jesus. And an earthly relationship is like just being so truly in love with somebody that there's no doubt or fear or worry that can creep in. That's what an earthly relationship at that level looks like. So I just wonder tonight, what category are you in? If I'm being 100% straight with you guys, sometimes I can fluctuate between that level three and that level four. Level three where it's like these worries and this fear of missing out can cause me to question. But I can promise you, I know what it's like to be at that level four where I am planted on good soil. And so that's what I want so badly for you guys tonight is to find that level four and to be all in with God and to have a healthy relationship with God. I think it is so important for you guys to reflect tonight where you are at in your relationship, what level you are on, both with God and the people here on earth. Because if you do not know where you are at, you will not know where you're going. You have to know where you're at. So, like I said, I just hope that you guys can be in that fourth category. The real, true love, that you are so in love with Jesus, that you're so in love with what he's given you, that you're so in love with the people around you. This is, these are the kinds of relationships, relationships that Jesus intended for us to have. But some of you are like, okay, that's great. Like, thank you so much for going through categories, whatever. Like, that's great, but I don't even know how to have a healthy relationship. I've only seen unhealthy relationships in my life, so I don't know why you're telling me, trying to help me figure out what kind of category I'm in because I don't even care what category I'm in because I don't even know how to further my relationship. I don't even know how to get to the next category. I'm mad at God. He's silent. 
Some of you think that right now. And again, what's beautiful about our relationship with God is that he created them to be so similar to our relationships with each other. So what do I mean by that? It means that we have to talk to him like we would to a friend here on earth. We have to confess to him like we would to a loved one. We have to listen like we would to a friend here. We have to let go of things from the past like we would for other people here. We have to honor God with the things that we do and say with our bodies like we do with the people here. We have to be grateful and express our appreciation to God like we do for the people here on earth. You can have a healthy relationship with God when you start treating him like a best friend instead of some guy in the sky that can bail you out when you're in trouble because he is your best friend. When you're in a serious relationship with someone here on earth, what do you do? You communicate and you talk and guess what? God wants to hear from you. He wants to talk to you. He wants to hear about the tater tot casserole from the Mensa too. You don't have to ask him for stuff. He just wants to hear your voice because he loves you and he's so madly in love with you. With communication also comes listening. You cannot listen though, guys, if you are talking the whole time. So you have to get quiet. You have to find a still time in your day where you can just be quiet before the Lord and just listen. Maybe it's in the morning, maybe it's at night, maybe it's on walks, whatever it is. You have to be quiet. You have to find that time. So what's another thing that happens when you have a relationship here on earth? You start to uh, maybe see some annoying things about people, right? Like not to throw you under the bus, honey, but uh, sometimes when you slurp that coffee, you know, you just start to notice some things that are just kind of annoying, you know, or you start noticing, like, man, they chew loud. That's so annoying. Whatever, he doesn't. But I'm just saying, some people can, you just like, wow, that's loud. But anyways, so when we have relationships, we start to see things about people. And what God, what happens with God is when we get closer to God, he starts revealing things about ourselves. But what we have to do is have the maturity to change the things that he tells us about. What totally just drives me bonkers and insane is when I meet with somebody and they're confused and they don't know why this is happening in their life and they're just mad and they're upset and then I speak truth into their life but they do not have the maturity to handle the truth. God needs you to have maturity because he's going to tell you things that you don't like about yourself. But he wants you to change because he loves you. He wants to use you. He's working to make you better. He wants to work things out for your good. But you have to listen. And you cannot get offended. Another thing, if you're with someone here on earth, this relationship, and they buy, let's say, a Christmas gift for you, okay? You should use the Christmas gift. Because if they give you, let's say, a sweater, and you don't wear the sweater, they're going to come up to you and be like, hey, uh, you know, I, I bought you that sweater, and uh, girl, like, you haven't worn it, so, like, what's the deal yo, with that? Like, I know you guys don't talk like that, but you get what I'm saying. Like, they're going to notice that, you, that you're not using what they have given you, and it's the same thing with God. He has given us the word, and he wants us to use it, so when we don't use it, it's this gift that we're just sitting on the, sh leaving it sit on the shelf, not doing anything with it. God wants to us to use what he has given us. This community where you guys are at right now, he wants you to use it because it is a gift that he has given you. So don't leave those things that he has blessed you with up on the shelf. And lastly, to have a healthy relationship with God, 
We've got to honor him. I've mentioned it before. That means with our words, in our actions, in our bodies. And if you're in a relationship and you say all the right things but, and, and you talk the talk, but you don't walk the walk, I'm going to be walking out the door. And it should be the same exact thing with God. We need to honor him with our words and our actions. I want to invite the worship team up, but I, I want to say it again. A healthy relationship with Jesus changes everything. Not only are we aware of what is going on in our lives, what level we are at, of the traffic, of the noise, whatever it is, but we're also helping other people cross the street with us. When we have a healthy relationship, we're bringing people alongside us. When we get right with God, those other relationships follow suit. And it's a beautiful thing. But maybe you walked into this room and you don't know what a healthy relationship looks like. You didn't have a good relationship with your parent. You don't have a good relationship with friends. Maybe you're not really good with God right now and you feel like he's been silent. Maybe you feel like that little girl that's all bundled up like a little marshmallow and any little hit or tap that comes your way just has you sprawling or falling. I just want to tell you that it's okay. You're going to be okay. And your story doesn't have to end where your pain resides. That's not the end for you. God wants to take your baggage. He's given you the ability to have a healthy relationship with not only him, but also the people here. But is it going to take work? Absolutely. Is it going to be worth it? Without a doubt. So are you tired? Are you worn out? Are you burned out on religion? Jesus is just saying, come on. I want to have a relationship with you because I love you. I promise you, you will recover your life if you do. I'm going to ask everybody to just bow their heads and, and close their eyes. Tonight, maybe you felt something. You felt like this message just res resonated with you or you heard some words that you've been wrestling through. I want you to repeat these words after me and I want you to plant this prayer on good, rich soil. Would you repeat after me? Dear God, thank you. I love you. Thanks for loving me. Thanks for choosing me. I'm sorry. I've messed up. I've hurt people, but I want to turn to you tonight. I want to give my life to you tonight. Take over my life. I want you in control. You're my king. You're my savior. I love you forever. Amen. Let's give God praise. If you enjoyed today's message, I would encourage you to like it or share it on social media. Movement Youth for 6th through 12th graders meets on Wednesday nights with service beginning at 7 p.m. And the Point College Ministry meets on Sunday nights at 7 p.m. We would love to have you join us. Thanks for tuning in.